Let's take a walk down memory lane with a Sports Saturday catch-up. Yes, thanks to our friends uh, around at Mercy Care. Don't forget for all your, well, all your aged care needs. And of course, they've got the magnificent facility there. They've got the units, of course, Nick, and they've got in-home mm. uh, suite of supports. Just please uh, ring first with everything on going on at the moment. It's uh, very important. We don't want people just going in there, in particularly the aged care place. So uh, make sure you give the the place a ring before you get there. And even if you've got uh, folk in there at the moment, Nick, it's probably a good thing to ring. Mm. And make my sure what the visiting limited visitors. Right. My word, I might have been locked down anyway. Make a phone call. Favourite time of week. Uh, time to go down memory lane. Oh, down memory lane. Got a beauty for you today, Nick. Uh, all the way from Apollo Bay. He's been a semi-regular on our show, oh. more so for the bowl season, but uh, mm. thought it'd be a good opportunity to have a look oh. at a uh, very decorated footballer and sort of Mr. Apollo Bay. Yeah, now I speak none other than uh, Mick Harris, Michael Harrison down from Apollo Bay. Morning, Harry. Morning, boys. Yeah. I had a few people wondering if it was his namesake on where we were going to talk about the taxis jock in town. Here, but, uh... <laughs> well, I'm not sure whether Taxi Mike was any good at football, but he, he may be. But uh, I bet he's been kicked out of a couple in his day. <laughs> Mate. Who, this bloke? Yeah. Okay, that could be true. <laughs> My wordy, wordy. Pretty hard to get kicked out of the Apollo Bay taxi at times, Harrow. <laughs> Sometimes you've got to drive it yourself well, in the old days. Down at the minute. Yeah, is it? Well, yeah. that's no good at all. Hey, mate, uh, yeah, it's been a great series. And, of course, whatever. Bugger of a week in Colac, but uh, you always bring some joy to the listeners when you're on, mate, and we thought, let's find out how it all started, where it all started, and uh, we thought we'd concentrate on your uh, footy career first and then uh, move through to your bowls career. Cricket? Well, we only got a cricket, oh, Aaron. Oh, I was a good cricketer, wasn't I, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> Low-grade bully-type set-up, <laughs> <laughs> bugger all. Many a cricket around that's listening to this and laughing. David Spencer be laughing. He hit me for the biggest six in the world. He's still talking about it too. Hey, mate, where did it all start football-wise for you? Where did it all start footy-wise for you? Down Apollo Bay. Uh, My old man uh, started under 14s, I reckon, and I was about eight. Yep. And we, from then on, just down here and travelled around a bit. But, yeah, back years and years ago. I was looking back through the records, mate. When did Apollo Bay rejoin or come into the CDFNL? Because it was in the uh, the old Ballerine League. Yeah, no, in the Polworth, Polworth League. Yeah, like yep. I think it was late seventies. But yep. I, I, yeah, I'm not real sure with that. Not in my time. We were always Colican District in my time. Yeah. Harry, Harry, you said you travelled around. Did the family leave town or something for a little while, or what happened there? Or you, you've no, been? Mate, no, I just, I just disappeared. My, or my old man died. Uh, when I was only a kid, I was only 13, yep. in a car accident. He went and watched the Bay play footy and, uh, in a final. And uh, Mum was the matron of the Aussie down here. And no, I just went travelling for a bit just to get out of the place. I young, young man with a surfboard looking for a wave. Yeah, I went to Margaret River first. Never, yeah. heard, it, never heard it called a surfboard before, John. <laughs> Margaret River, <laughs> gee whiz. That, you couldn't get any further from the bay. Uh, beautiful place, Margaret River, for those that uh, haven't been there. Um, so did you play footy when you were on the road or was it just more or less just get out of the place, find yourself and... Uh... Well, I went there, to, went there to play footy. Yep. Uh, Peter Ivanoff, who coached in 84, played for Margaret River before he came here and uh, myself and Paul Cannon and Brendan Manone went, went across here and had a year over there. Yeah, it was good. Trip across the Nullarbor, or did you fly over Harrow? Just out of curiosity. No, be sad, man. 
Nullarbor Nick, and we'll never do it again. No air conditioner. And we stopped at one place, Shoddy and I, and yep. it was 46 degrees. Vinyl seats, Josh. Done you asked it, ask hey. it melt yep. to the seat. I've done never, the same. Ever again. I've, I've out and cleared. I never do the same. In actual fact, when I across, drove across, I tried to put the car on the train the way home. That's how bad it was. <laughs> people, I don't know how people enjoy it. But no, Margaret River, now uh, we'll get back to Peter Ivanoff, but Margaret River, you found yourself yeah. there. How, do you have any success there when you uh, had your season there? No, we finished fifth. Yep. But we had a terrific time. You know, a great bunch of blokes. It was a bit like Apollo Bay, and we lived at Kwama Bay, which was just out of Margaret River, which is a bit like Wire River, I suppose. Yep. You know, old sort of totally town. You know, it was good. Oh, that's fantastic. So I, I was going through the records, you know, and uh, Apollo Bay in, um, in their journey, Nick, have uh, only lost one grand final they've ever been in. So we'll get to that later on. But it's a mm. fantastic record. This is in the CDFNL, of course. So so you eventually found yourself back at the Bay. Were you back for the 1984 Premiership, Harry? Yeah, that was... We, I left... 84 was the, the flag that Oliver coached. Yep. Uh, I went to... The boys and I went to... Uh, Margaret River in 86, two years Okay, so you followed him across. Yeah, 84 was uh, the year, I think, Perma kicked 144 goals in that year. So not a bad effort for uh, a guy that rarely played in the forward line in his early days. But what what can you remember about that year? And in particular, I guess you guys, uh, you still hold Peter Ivanoff in uh, great regard, being that he probably was that first real premiership coach in the CDFNL for you guys. Yeah, he was. For me personally, though, guys moved to the Bay changed the way that we all played. Yep. It was Oliver and uh, uh, Timmy Godfrey who came with Pete. They were working down here. Uh, Tim's family built a house at Skinny's. Yep. They sort of turned in. It's like when you pick a couple of players up and we picked up another guy who already kicked 100 uh, during the year with Telstra and he got cleared after clearances closed. So we had a, uh, a bit of luck that way. Was Timmy Godfrey working at the Kyle Carroll at the time? Was he a reporter? Yeah, he was. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I reckon he was. So Perma went there in 81, of course. He left after the Col- As a Col- big Col- recruit from Col- He went down there to coach. Or from Craig Ulex, per- right. Did Perma go and coach in 81? Yep. Yep. And you, yep. you, you sort of, um, I guess, credit him with turning the club around to becoming a little bit more professional. I think uh, the late, great Gus Kuna went down with Perma. Yeah, he coached the twos and he yep. was a... Great man, Gus. Yeah, certainly was. So that's when, uh, you know, that's, I guess, when Apollo Bay certainly started on uh, what's been a fantastic journey. And, and to pick up Peter Ivanoff, and oh. you had, as I say, Perma kicking 144 goals. I think you beat the arch enemy Lawn in the grand final by about 28 points, uh, Harry. Uh, fantastic. Yeah, they were going for five in a row. They were. They actually were, actually. And that's, that would have been a fantastic uh, day. Um, a lot of good memories. Oh, it was good. You know, and it was back, I suppose. You know, one other flags, but that was the first one, I think, for the Bay in senior footy. And, you know, the whole street and the whole town got behind it. You know, we were on the back of trucks and going up and yep. down the main street. No, it was unreal. Went well, for weeks. After eighty four, our next flag was ninety three. Yeah. yeah, so a, yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of water on the bridge between that uh, those grand finals. Nine years, in fact. Um, Still reasonably successful, though, Harry. You, you've always been about the mark, the Bay. You don't seem to bottom out down there. They had, we had, did have a few years, uh, I know, when uh, Adam Marshall and that coast, where, and, and we're in an area, and all clubs are the same. You, a lot of work goes into winning grand finals, and a lot of luck, probably more than anything else. Players not injured, you know, mm. players come back, you know, all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, so we, we were fortunate through that era to uh, go not too bad. 
Well, stick with us, mate, because we'll get on to the what was a dream run through the 90s and uh, just want to get your thoughts on some of those grand finals and plenty more. Seems to be a bit of a uh, theme here when you look at 84 to 93, Nick. Uh, a little bit similar in the bowls. as <laughs> a little bit of a hiatus after they have a bit of success, but certainly not in the 90s. Take a break here. Uh, you're listening to Michael Harris and, of course, our very special guest on Down Memory Lane. Yes, welcome back to Sports Saturday, of course, down memory lane with our very special guest, Michael Harris. And, of course, thanks to Western Waste Management, Nick, they're open mm. from 8 till 12 today. And of course, Took my wife for her first run down there last weekend. Well, what do you think? She thought it was a spectacular venue. She, she couldn't believe it was a transfer station. She's never seen anything like oh, it. I might pick her up next week. I'm hey? heading down there. Cheap I'll do a bit of company. Don't uh, worry about anyway. that. No, best in the business. All right, Harry, we've got uh, into the uh, 90s, mate, and what a golden oh. era that was for the club. I want to talk about a couple of players that went down there. One in 93, 96 in 99. You beat, uh, I think, Winch in 93, Lawn in uh, 96, and Elvie in 99. And uh, it was a golden era for the club. Again, every three years a flag. I think most clubs would take that. But you had some good players down there during that time. I think one bloke I want to uh, probably bring to the table is Rani Buchanan. He played mm. in the 93 uh, Premiership for the Colac Tigers, but he went down after that to the Bay and... Uh, Dominated. Very, very good college district league player. Well, very good player anyway. But uh, he he was a dominant player down there uh, during that time, Harrow. Superstar. I think he won. Him and Andrew Bazell won between them 10 club best in Terrace. Yep. So, just, yeah, super player. Yeah. yeah. And good clubman, good fun, plenty of... And that was the thing. We, we talk about it now with uh, clubs down here. I think, you know, Apollo Bay is forced to go and train at Forest because there's just not the locals here. Back then, I think everyone bar Stephen Brewer lived in town. That's fantastic. You, you trained together all the time, and it was very close. It's a funny word that gets thrown around culture, Harrow, but looking back on those days, the Bay would have been so envious of the culture that that group of mates had at the Bay. You're as close as any club that the CDFL would have ever seen, mate. And they talk about trying to build that now, but you guys had it in spades down there during that decade. Yeah, and the, the thing that sort of built with it, Nick, was even after an away game, we just always stop at Forest, you know, and yep. supporters and you're singing the theme song and back you go again, you know, and <laughs> there was... And, and success, I know success brings it too, you know, a bit different if you've copped a bit of a whoop and you're not doing too much, but nah. But again, we had a lot of luck during that time, you know. Jason Lawley, who was a terrific player, uh, Dick Lenahan, uh, these guys just sort of wander into town working, mm. you know, where they, they don't wander into town when you're, you know, there's eight of you at yep. training and you're on the bottom <laughs> of the ladder. They just seem to come, oh, gee, here we go, we've got another one, yeah. you know, so... We had a lot of luck, too. Some of the other guys down there that played a lot of football, uh, you know, the likes of Sean Permazol was a terrific mm. servant for your club. He followed in his old man's footsteps, Arrow. Danny Ford's another bloke that's sort of uh, in yep. town good and playing player. some good football. Deary. Yep. Yeah. You could make, of course, Snags Rippin', Craig Rippin'. I mean, you who, had... Who, just, Jock, just quickly, yeah. Arrow, who coached all those those flags going back and who was who were the champions of that? Like, who coached those three flags? And... Pistol, Peter Anton coached 93. Yeah, former Maskell medalist. Uh, I think... Uh, Rip coach 96. Yep. And uh, Sarge, Mark Sutherland coach 99. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about oh, Sutherland. Strider went down, did too. Yeah, so you've had some terrific players. Uh, Peter Anson and Strider both won Maskell medals. You would you would argue, Jock, that the, the, the Bay team of the decade from that decade would be as good as any that's ever been put out in the CD file. And I guess, Arrow, what Nick said before, it's a culture and the lifestyle down there, there. But, you're very, you know, people say you're, the Bay's very laid back, but you take your footy, you take all your sports seriously down there. Oh, you do. We, we and we had a little luck. Like I know, uh, I met Rip at Southport. We he yep. came from yep. camp now, but then I got him down here. And then uh, same with Peter Anton. I played. I met Peter at uh, Mildura when I left Southport. I played at Mildura, and Pete was coach there. And then he went back. 
I think he coached Haywood or something like that. Then I got him down here coaching. Yep. And we, we did have a lot of luck that way. Mark Christian came with me. And yep. Cruddy at TFL level, pound for pound, was as tough as, as tough as Teak. He was... He's like a cat's head. Cruddy, he can play. <laughs> he's still he's still pretty tough. I think still the toughest over the Colic Football Club. If you ask the boys, yeah. he's a he's a he, he's an absolute and he had legend. Genuine white line fever, Craig. Yeah, and fit enough to still play, Jock. Oh my word! Yep. I don't think the back's too good, but he, he certainly got the uh, desire, but not the uh, not the body to do it. Hey, uh, those years away from the club, Harry. You said you went to Southport, Mildura. Um, uh, always come back to the bay. Mercenary, Harry. What were you doing? Work? What were just? What were you doing? Yeah, it worked. Uh, I, oh, well, Mildura, I got paid not too bad. There and, we uh, go. Here we go. Uh, well, Southport was the first time I even thought about paid. I, I turned up to train on the first night at Southport because I was going to play at Coolangatta because that's where Ivanoff was. Yep. Anyway, I went up to Southport, get the train on the first night. There's about 150 guys training. Mm. And I thought, well, I'm no chance. But then they get in the office and when they interview on everyone, what do you want? I just want to go. Well, I was in. <laughs> First pick, Tara. Yeah, so, but you're still on. Back then, you're still on 150 games. Well, and that which was is, which nice. is good in '89. Nice bit of beer money, Harry. You turned your um, you turned your interest into being uh, like on the committee, and um, you, the club won in '03 and '04, both times. Lawn. There's some tough days uh, after that era, mate. You, as you said, some nights you don't have six or seven at training, but there's blokes like the guys you mentioned yourself and Rip and a, a few of the other local guys that have stayed fat all the time. How tough was it to keep the club going at times? Oh, real tough. Uh, for us, personally, I was president before Kyle Briggs and Dana, his wife Dana. Yep. I, I honestly believe if they didn't come along, we wouldn't be here. Fair dinkum. That close, Harry. We'd be folded. Yep. Oh, gee, that's yep. frightening. Frightening thought, Harry. And they, and they have... Turned it around, yep. you know, to you know, with light scoreboards, fundraisers, just just totally professional, and it's and it's what you need. Harry, unfortunately, what role haven't you held? I joked to Jock. I said you played, you coached. I reckon you've been president. the trainer, the president. Is there any job you haven't done yet that you might put your hand to? Oh, I, I was thinking I'm I'm nearly burning out on it. I'm on I'm vice president at the moment, and I was talking to Kyle the other day. I think it's only fifty years, and I just I, I'm meeting doubt. Yeah, I, I just yeah. and it's. I just get, you know, you want to stay home and oh, meet on the night, yep. this sort of stuff. And it's not that, you know, I've been captain of the golf club, I'm on the committee of the bowls, it's just always something that just yeah. gets so just... Yeah, no, that's a thing. You, uh, you And I found that too, too well, many meetings. I want to ask you some questions. Now, you might know the answer to all of them, Harrow. How many premierships? Uh, in the, for the Bay, I think four seniors and one at Southport. Brilliant. Four. Uh, um, coaching? Oh, uh, 87, 88, 91, 94, I think, four or five. Uh, best and fairest? One, 87. Not quite the underachiever, Paul, I guess, when you keep... <laughs> when no, you're so creep, less, he's selfless. Best and fairest type player, Nick. No, I can imagine, mate. You probably yapped too much of the umpy to get enough votes, Harrow. What about games, I'll mate? How many, you, how many do you... End up... the league a few times. Oh, there you are. So it just wasn't appreciated at home, no, Jock. Harrow, no. how many no. games, mate, did you... Was it ever tallied up? Oh, I think three... 60-odd, I think. The senior one, yeah. Unbelievable. Best player played against Arrow. Uh, there'd be a couple there. Uh, more so in the City of Fennell. Best player? Oh, CFL? Yep. Oh, gee, now you've, you've got it. I, I, I'm a real advocate for not this, and I'm a bit like yep. Perma, because you end up missing some bloody good players. I don't like to rate in the top 50, because I could name you another 50. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, yeah. Just, just give us the best, will you, Harrow? You've never sat on the fence I, I, in your I life. Was, 
Gavin Griffiths was good yeah. at lawn. I would have liked to have a crack at him when I was a bit younger. He was old for the board when he'd come in. Uh, you know, oh, gee, there's some goodies. But he, he stood out for me. All right, uh, well, you can't give us the best play by ability. I rate you as one of the better yappers in any sport you've ever played. Who was the best yapper you come up against? Uh, uh, Ali Reynolds, some more. Well, there you go. Yeah, was lawn field, ah, yes. Mate, stick with us uh, when we come back. So plenty to talk about. We're going to head down the down the green and talk a little bit bowls because I think that's now is your passion. There's no question about that. Our special guest, <laughs> Michael Harrison, going down memory lane. Yes, welcome mm. back to uh, Memory Lane. Down Memory Lane, we're mm. talking to, of course, McCarran, sponsored by the Colac Bowls Club. He'll no, like that. He wouldn't like well, that at all. Do <laughs> you know what? Harry thinks this entire show is the Colac Bowls Club, just quietly. No, well, they're, they're sort of not open. I, I think uh, the turkey shoot has been uh, just postponed for the time being. Yeah, for the next COVID, couple so. of weeks till yep. we get this sorted, and we will get it sorted. Well, my word, we will. Harry, we were talking a bit of uh, footy before the break. Stephen Finns just texted me. He said, have you forgotten his name? So... <laughs> I haven't forgotten Colt, and he was a bloody good player too. Yeah, but probably but not. But as I said, that <laughs> was Brendan Haverfield, and so I had plenty that I had trouble with. Brendan Hammond, you could go through them all. Uh, but don't worry about Brendan Hammond. He's, he, well, that name's still banned on the show. <laughs> hey, mate. Uh, Mulgrew, yeah. I could go on for hours. He won't get a name any. He's still going. No, he could. Yeah, get him yeah, all. No, it's, it's, I, mean, it's, uh, I, I disrespect him if I if you don't name them all, because they were some bloody rippers in my era. Well, the best at the Bay. Forget about opposition. Oh. So you're doing it to me again. Well, just come so on. Uh, David Tennis, Andrew Bazell, Rani Buchanan, uh, Jason Lawley, Peter Ranson, oh. Cole Perkins, oh. Guy Permazel. There you go. I could go on and on. No, just ripping. We had some rippers. Tyson, Tyson Holt. Yeah. Holdy, yep. Yeah, Holdy was real good. And if you had a wet day, he could handle it like a dry day. Like a little track of that. Like. Hey, mate, uh, as I said, you've, you've played all sports, and I was interested that you were here. You're on the, uh, you're the uh, golf club captain at the moment. Oh, well, years ago. Well, What's that, get you park? <laughs> President's Park. <laughs> well, it, it didn't back in the day. Yeah. We, we walked to there, but uh, no, I left when I finished. Uh, golf, I went to bowl. Yeah, and that's and where we find that. you now, mate. And it is a passion of yours now. And I guess uh, the thing you talk to a lot of bowlers, and and you would be atypical of that because uh, it's about the teams, teamsmanship. I should say, you know, you're a team member, a bit like the football. I think a lot of guys like the camaraderie. Is that how you sort of feel? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I reckon bowls footy without injuries. Harry, we speak to a lot of blokes, older blokes that take up bowls in their 60s and later and one of the big regrets they always look at has been that they didn't start bowls young enough, mate. You must be wrapped that you got roped into it at a still a reasonably young, fit age, Harry. Oh, I still think now, Nick, though, I spent probably five or six years, you know, down the footy rooms picking up guys, taping that off the floor where I would have liked to have gone five or six years earlier. Yep. But, you know, I, I, I do like it. I don't no, like where we're heading this year because we mm. might not even play. But yeah, a, a very uh, successful club, the Bay. You know, again, like the footy club, dormant for a long time. All of a sudden, you you got some locals. You, you had a couple of uh, recruits early days, but gee, you've you've really hit the uh, big time now down there. You won the flag a few years ago. Surprised you haven't won another one, but you must be pretty happy where the club is at the moment. Yeah, we are. But again, it's a bit like I was saying with footy, and I, I'm sure that all the bowlers and footballers and cricketers at home, they're not easy to win. You know, you go back through, uh, Simpson's been as good a team in the bowls the last three or four years, haven't won one. You've, you've got to have the luck on the day. Something goes your way, you, you know, you've got to have a good day. Yeah, no, there's, it's, they're hard to win. 
Harry, you've done a wonderful job down there at the Bay, the Bowls Club. It's a huge, big club now, Jock. I'm going to embarrass myself here, Jock, and say that I haven't been there. Being that I, well, I play cricket, so I don't get to go to the Polo Bay Bowls Club. Harry, just out of curiosity, is there, again, scuttlebutt stuff you hear and it sort of passed across your desk, you don't think much of it. Is there, is there been discussions around combining those sports clubs, mate? I know it'll be a bit harder with the golf club, but you see it at Camperdown, a wonderful facility down there. Is it time for the Bowls Club to move to the footy ground? We've uh, we looked at that uh, before I was even involved in the bowls to do it all down there. And the bowls club at that stage were happy to sell the land. And back mm. then they thought it was probably a million there on the corner to put towards it. Mm. But I think now. at the moment probably too hard now. Yep. Um, I know the football club, I don't know if it should be saying, they've got plans already drawn up for uh, rooms and all that sort of yeah, stuff okay. on Saturday. And the, the plans look magnificent because you can't get grants now yep. if you haven't got a master plan and plans ready to go and all that sort of stuff, but the plans look very good. Uh, yeah, so that, that doesn't include the bowls club going there, right? No. Right, no. Standalone. So many bowls. Cricket, netball, you know, netball yep. nets, cricket rooms, all that. But I, I think it's... Uh, the land that you'd need to have them all, Nick, I think is, is too much. Yeah, OK. Yeah. Um, some of the bowlers, Harrow, that, you know, you've, you've, you've been pretty fat, uh, as I say, stuck, stuck fat with your, with your uh, 16. You've, your likes of Trevor Higgins, who I rate as one of the better bowlers going around the competition. Big Feathers has improved over time. You've been pretty lucky there yourself and Rip. You've, you've had a very constant, uh, constant 16. Have you got some young blokes down there that are coming through now? Well, not, not really. There's a, a couple of guys. See, Grant McLaren, uh, yep. he works for me. So I don't know what Grant's doing. So he'd be a handy pick-up if he <laughs> Have a listen. He works for me, but I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Come on, Harry. I'm liking the way you're laughing. <laughs> well, put it this way. If he's employed by me, you know, he'll be... Uh, he'll be doing as he's told. I reckon Judy's just got a hand on her hip at the moment <laughs> with a T-Dow <laughs> flinging it at the wireless. But anyway, yeah, look, that's a t- obvious, honestly, that's the type of young fellow that would really give your club a bit of a zing too, I reckon, because as I say, you've had a, a pretty good uh, run at it. Um, you'd like to win one or two more, no doubt, before you all finish. And uh, I'm oh, very impressed the way that you guys go about it. I mean, you enjoy your time off the ground, but on the ground, you're very focused. And, you know, I, I, I often speak to Dan Donovan, who, you know, you rate as probably one of the better bowlers. Yeah. Um, very, uh, he's he very impressed uh, with the, the way you guys go about it. And he, he, he can't believe you haven't won any more than you've won. Yeah. It's, again, uh, like anything, you start a season off if you haven't had the practice matches and you lose a game. I think the year before we lost the first five games by a total of 11 shots and then you make a run towards the finals. It's just everything's got to fall into place at once. And the thing that we haven't got, we haven't got the depth. And that's where the Simpsons done such a terrific job where they are. You know, Colac and, you know, the, the bigger clubs, one or two go out, they can bring one or two in that are the same standard. Yeah. So it's yeah, that that makes it hard. Pretty much ran sport down there, Jock, for the better part of the last three decades. Harrow, <laughs> your kids are now involved, mate. I said oh. to Jock, we were going to get you on early in the year. I said, let's yeah. wait till Melbourne win a game. Yeah, so I was it, say. so ah. at least in a good mood. Um, how are the young Colts showing their ability, mate? You got a couple of young cricketers amongst them that go pretty good. They must have thrown to the dam I, on that occasion. I but was this year when they were talking uh, uh, no salary cap because you know the guys that want money would play. Yes, yeah. I was pretty keen to run with that because I reckon Apollo Bay's got. Seven or eight kids around that 16, 7, 8, 18, that'll be as good as any around the league. They're and they're keen on their footy. It's, uh, yeah, no, it's good. I'll tell you, it was, I'm, I'm worried how better cricketers sort of, you know, they're getting money over the yep. hill. 
and that's it'd be it'd be nice if they were here. But yeah. wouldn't it be great, mate, to see that that you know that uh, the money's not going to be an issue going forward? That you know they would play for less or you know. Oh, it's disgusting. Enough. Harry touched on it then, Jock. It is disgusting. Yeah. It's found its way into cricket. One of the last pure sports no. bowls. Don't know. I don't know if they're as pure as they no, make right. out. That, that what's happened now with bowls? Though the odd coach gets paid and all yep. that, and yep. that's what drove me out of footy in, in the end. I just couldn't stand that. You know, some of the money guys are on. Couldn't agree Can't more, play, Harry. You know, and you're kidding me. Well, Disgusting. And it'll be heartbreaking if it gets into cricket where, you know, oh. you've got to be paying them. But I think, well, I have heard the salary cap in footy next year will be half. Yep. So uh, the guys that have been getting their five, six hundred a game, well, that won't be happening. Yeah. So. Uh, well, let's hope that's the case, mate, because I think, you know, blokes like yourself and myself and Nick and that, you put a lot of work in behind the scenes at the clubs and whatnot and just to see blokes march out with their five or six hundred uh, and no then good. just go wherever Hopefully. they go. I think Hopefully. We're, we're, spoken about it before, the, the thing that kills you at committee and club level, all you do these days is raise money. Yep. And, and when you're president of Oxford, you go and see someone, oh, you don't, oh, can you do a barbecue? Oh, can you work behind the yep. bar? Oh, can you do a raffle? Yeah. It's, 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 it's not, not the good times that it used to be. You know, you, you, you go to the club just to raise money. Yeah, you're preaching to the choir here, mate. It's, uh, we're on the same page. You're an absolute legend, a star down in Apollo Bay, and uh, I tell you what, it's a better place for your involvement. Uh, saddest thing in football I've seen is this Harrow taking his kids to a Melbourne game where they're getting flogged. Don't worry. Oh, he dragged them there, loss what, after loss well, after loss. about Melbourne? Yeah. We're there on the weekend and my young bloke goes, why are you so angry, Dad? I said, why don't they play like this all the time? <laughs> when, when, you, when you can actually go and watch them, Harrow. <laughs> yeah, we're, oh, we're angry man. when they win and we're angrier when they lose. Oh, Mate, it's well. been... Been an absolute pleasure catching up with you this morning, mate. Many good days ahead. Mm. Hopefully soon we'll all get together and have a beer when all this is over and, and hopefully we'll see you up in Colac Bowling on the rinks again. Thanks, boys. Thanks for chat. Thanks. Mick Harrison from Apollo Boat. Catch Sports Saturday Live every Saturday morning from 8 on 1134 3CS, 3cs.com.au or via the radio app. And catch up on all the walks down memory lane right here.